0: Hey everyone, welcome. You're listening to the Magic at Home podcast. This is episode three, reviewing Disney's Pop Century Resort. According to Disney, with this resort, you experience the unforgettable fads of the 1950s through the 1990s all over again. From yo-yos and Play-Doh to Rubik's Cube and rollerblades, this resort salutes the timeless fashions, catchphrases, toys, and dances that captivated the world through the decades. On this episode, we're excited to be talking about our experiences at POP. I'm Corey.
1: And I'm Brianna. And on today's episode, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of all things POP Century. So we're going to be talking about the rooms. We're going to be talking about the resort, the transportation and its proximity to things, dining, the overall feel, and what you should think about when you're even just thinking about considering a stay. And I'd like to just build Corey and I's credibility really quickly here with Pop Century. We have stayed at Pop Century, what, Corey, twice on two separate yes, vacations? Twice. Yeah, twice. And our first one was about six days, and the second one was four days. And to top it all off, we're going back to Pop Century again in September for 11 days. And we are also going to be staying at Pop Century. We. Yeah,
0: You can easily say that Pop has a hold on us for a little bit. 100%. We truly enjoy it there. Yeah. Um, And one thing I do want to point out is that it is a value resort. Um, And I want to start by saying that for anyone who doesn't know, Disney has three styles of resorts, value, moderate, and deluxe. The value resort is the most cost-effective effective option when you're staying at Disney and it means that there are less amenities or things offered at the resort. The price of a value resort can range from anywhere from $130 to $280 a night during the high seasons or low
1: seasons. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing that's really important to me is, you know, Corey and I have only stayed at value and we've stayed at one moderate resort. So I also think it is so important to specify here that there is no right way or wrong way to do Disney, right? I think it really depends on what you value, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you value being close to magic kingdom because you have two little kids and you want easy access with the monorail and you don't want to have to break down your stroller like that, you Mm -hmm. know, you're going to pay for that. And if you're like us, we, have different vacations that have different needs, right? Like sometimes the most important thing to us is going for 11 days. So the hotel will lack. If we go for four or five days, maybe we will splurge and go to a nicer resort and try something else out. But you know, it really, there is no right way or wrong way to do Disney. Any single amount of money that you want to spend on your family's vacation is totally up to you. And it's just important that we put that out there because I think everyone pays for what they believe.
0: It also just hasn't given us a reason to say no to it yet. Pop Century specifically you're saying? Pop Century specifically. I mean like obviously we're going to get into the the nitty gritty of why we feel that way. But from a price, access to things, et cetera, I feel as though like it is is truly an easy resort to go to. It's not, granted it's not one of the flashy ones, but guess what? You're there to sleep anyway. And it's a cute resort that allows you to have a great experience.
1: Absolutely. I, I could not agree more. So with that, because we could easily just keep on going and going, let's get into all things at Pop Century Resort. And we're going to start with the rooms and what they look and what they feel like. So of course, you can go on to WaltDisneyWorld.com and search Pop Century if you'd like to see a photo of truly what the rooms look like. But just to give you a little bit of an idea, the rooms sleep four people so every single room has the max capacity of four
0: also very spacious
1: very spacious I don't just think, wanted... four
0: people would be uncomfortable in there at all
1: god no me Corey, and my dad were there and it was three of us and i think had we had my mom as well we would have been completely fine
0: completely fine mm-hmm.
1: the other thing i love is that every single room has two queen beds but one of the beds is a trundle bed so to your point cory That gives space, meaning Mm. that that bed is actually coming out of the wall. So when it's in the wall, you get a table and it frees up a ton of space.
0: You get your own little living room, which is nice.
1: Absolutely. I mean, how many times have you and I kept, I mean, we don't sleep on that bed. So how many times on our trips do we keep that bed up and we have a breakfast table every single morning or I'm...
0: We never put it down. The only time we put it down was when we were with your dad.
1: 100%. And there's times where I'll be, you know, I'll edit YouTube for a few hours. You know, maybe Corey's checking a few... You know, emails, personal emails. Emails were very much. I'm you know, checking we're more on sports news more than sports emails. More sports news, right? <laughs> so Corey has no problem. You know, sitting at the table and having breakfast, or scrolling on his phone, or just like sitting upright. You know, mm-hmm. it feels nice to feel like you're not going back to your room mm. and you're immediately laying on your bed. It's a nice disconnect.
0: Right. The only one downside I would say with the rooms is when you hit up into the the bathroom area, it's only one sink. You do only have one sink. That could be an issue if you are a family of four. I mean, sometimes it does result in an issue for us too, just because it's like brushing teeth, who needs to be in the sink, wetting their head just to refresh them up. It doesn't allow just for like the easiest form of getting ready, but I mean- you're able to finagle it. Our bathroom at home only has one sink and we do just fine. So it it doesn't really change anything, but if you're looking for two sinks, you're not getting it here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is in these rooms, they are newly renovated. Mm. So Pop Century was newly renovated, I think right around, right before COVID, maybe maybe in 2019. And there is a closet, there is drawer space. So Corey and I both have drawers when When we're there to be able to actually unpack and there's a little coffee station and a beverage cooler, which is nice. And if you call down to the main lobby, right, like where the decades check in area is, if you call down and say, hey, do you have a microwave that you would be able to bring me to room? 8175. They're like, Yeah, let's see if we have any extra. And we've done that on both of our trips there. And it kind of is a game changer because it allows you to bring some food back if you want to re microwave it. Or there are times where we'll have a microwave. And it's just nice to also be able to have a few little mac and cheeses lying around or, you know, oatmeal lying around when we have breakfast in the morning. So having that that coffee station, the beverage cooler, and being able to have a microwave is almost in and of its itself or in its entirety, a little bit of a, a kitchenette, if you would. If you would,
0: It does make your life simpler when packing up, especially for what you said for breakfast. Brianna and I, we don't ever eat breakfast in the parks or at the resort. We usually just like Instacart it and get like an oatmeal, thing of cereal and a thing of milk and some paper bowls and call it a day. Yeah,
1: and if you're not Instacarting, Or not doing grocery delivery. What are you doing? Because spending more money. But it's not I sometimes I don't even think it's about the money. I think we have such a relaxing morning because we're not worried about rushing into the dining hall in the morning when everyone's trying to get breakfast and It does make getting
0: ready simpler.
1: Yes, and it means that when we rope drop or go into the parks in the morning, we don't Run for breakfast? Like we're not actually looking for breakfast in the park. I mean, people rope drop breakfast r- wraps. Like I'm good. I'll and have not even cereal, and
0: you don't have to worry about anyone being hangry <laughs> in the yeah, morning, cause I'm especially hangry. during this because you have to get up very early for Disney, mm-hmm. and especially for this one over here, little Miss Brianna. If she doesn't have anything in her system before ten a.m.,
1: yeah, it we're we have nightmare. a problem.
0: And so if I can get it right in her system at five, we're good to go.
1: Yeah. So. Now that we've kind of talked about the rooms a little bit, again, I would say just for a, a quick overall feel and, and recap of the rooms, I enjoy the room. It can fit four comfortably to a certain extent. I think if you're pulling down both beds, it is a little bit more on the snug side and they feel beautiful on the inside because they're newly renovated. So mm-hmm. they're not old. They're not yucky. And I enjoy sleeping in that room. I feel safe. I feel comfortable. And I really like the rooms at Pop for Definitely. sure. Definitely. So now we're going to talk about the amenities that Pop Century offers. So first and foremost is the main amenity that obviously you can see, and that is the Hippie dippy Pool and Petal's Pool Bar.
0: Yeah, that's located directly smack dab. Once you walk past the main, once you walk through the main hall, and you're in the area, it's directly in in the middle of the 60s section. You truly can miss it because it's a mammoth pool that's shaped like a flower. It is, and you have these mammoth flower tower things spewing water into the pool. They
1: do, yeah, they do spew water, which it's is quite refreshing. It is refreshing, and
0: it, it's very relaxing. It's kind of like a jet on your back in yes. a jacuzzi, but it's a shower in a pool.
1: And I would just like to also mention. That water coming out of that flower is like ice. It's freezing. It's like ice cold.
0: But you know what? On those days where it's insanely hot. You know, 100 million degrees. You'll catch me under that. Yeah, no, it feels
1: real good. And I would also like to say the Petals Pool Bar is, you are not going to walk up to Petals Pool Bar and have the same drink that you would have at California Grill. So if you're expecting that, you're at the wrong pool bar. But they do have really nice frozen cocktails and they have really nice standard alcohol cocktails but
0: the best way i can describe it is it's your
1: it's your standard beach bar beach bar oh frozen cocktails what a great it is a beach be- bar
0: standard beer like it, it hits all the check boxes for a drink that you're comfortable with and you're good to go like you're not going there to be like I would like a sunrise mojito with a spot muddled with yeah. extra raspberries. You're not asking for like. That. You're asking like. Can it's I like have get a, the pina can colada. Can I have a Miller Lite? <laughs> can I have a pina colada? Thank yeah. you. Goodbye. Thank you
1: very much. And the other thing, Corey loves the Petals Pool Bar because Petals Pool Bar offers his favorite beer, which is Sweetwater 420.
0: Mm-hmm. Sweetwater is a uh, beer that comes out of Atlanta, Georgia. I fell in love with it when I did an internship in Atlanta for a summer and. I can barely find it anywhere, especially here up in the Northeast. So once I learned that they had it, I buy it all the time now and I buy it so every excited. time we go
1: to the pool. The other thing that they have for just a few amenities is they have movies under the stars. They have a jogging trail. They do have a playground for kids. They have a laundry room and service, so you can do your laundry there as well. And they also have the skyliner which That is we'll talk the granddaddy of them all. The, yeah, Skyliner, the Skyliner is a big one. But one thing I want to touch upon is movie under the stars. And I think this is something that I, I actually think is sometimes one of the most underrated amenities because hmm. if you have, let's say you have little kids, you're a family of four, you have a four year old and a seven year old, let's say those are your numerical Ages, right? Or you have a
0: big kid like Brianna does who likes watching Disney movies Who wants to do this Right, or you're me.
1: Or you're me at 25 years old and you like watching Disney movies in the dark, under the stars. But you are sometimes, you're not in the park at, you know, eight at night, Mm -hmm. nine at night. Sometimes you are coming back if it's maybe you know, maybe it's your Animal Kingdom day and the park closes a little bit early or maybe you just realized that you went to Magic Kingdom for a few hours and you feel like your kids just need to go to bed early tonight and you want to be back at the resort. You could have, you know dinner in the park or grab a quick bite to eat and then you could come back and at 6 30 7 7 30 depending on the time have a nice hour and a half movie it's wind down time you know it's beautiful under the stars it's on this huge inflatable and you know you just kind of sit on the ground and maybe it's even for 20 minutes but sometimes it's nice to just get that last burst burst of fresh air before going to bed and we've seen movie under the stars before and I really I like movie under the stars because we're in the parks all the time. We don't really get to take advantage of it. But I mean, it is a, it's a really nice amenity to have.
0: It really is. I mean, yeah, we're usually in the park, so we don't usually get to have it. But the first time we ever experienced it was when we stayed at Coronado and it was just on our travel day. So technically it was a rest day and just happened to be happening. Oh yeah. So I mean, granted, like, I don't know if you can pre-plan your scheduling if you are going to have a rest day. I think they do.
1: I think that you can ask concierge or, if you look on a schedule, it will tell you what movie is playing at what time.
0: I, I meant more like going on to like when you're planning your trip months oh, in advance and no, then you no. plan a rest day. That's what I was most No, saying. no, yeah, you Because it that. is a nice thing to have. Like, okay, you had dinner. It's, you had dinner at 6. Movie starts at 7, 7.30, whatever time. Let's go have a nice family
1: movie. It is so nice. So it would be nice
0: to be able to plan it, so... Maybe they can put that on their on their website.
1: Yeah. One thing I want to chat through too is is the jogging trail. We've never done it. We've never walked it.
0: We are not believers in exercising, in exercising at Disney. Because uh, the amount of steps we get in the parks is yes. exercise enough.
1: But if you're a jogger, if you're a runner, if you're someone that likes to go on really long walks every morning to, you know, maybe grab a cup of coffee and just have your own, you know, hour time to set yourself up for the day, right? And that's what you do. They have a nice jogging trail. I've heard really beautiful things about it, and they have that. And the last but certainly not least of the best amenities, which we are gonna dive into right now, is the Skyliner. Corey. The Skyliner. (laughs) Love (laughs) I just saw his face all excited. So Corey, tell us what you love. (laughs) And now we're getting into specifically transportation, but we're starting with the Skyliner.
0: It's easy. You have access to two parks. You don't have to worry about a bus schedule. That thing is consistently running. I forget exactly what time it starts at. What is it? 6.45, 6.30, something like that. It starts at, It starts that early for you to be able to go to Hollywood Studios, go to Epcot, and then it's running until, what, 11 p.m. at night? Yes.
1: Yeah, so the Skyliner, because the hub is at Caribbean Beach, mm-hmm. Um for all of the parks, the Skyliner stops running an hour and a half after park close. So if Epcot closes at 9, the Skyliner will stop running at like the last person to physically step on is going to be at 10.30 p.m. So you have an hour and a half after the park closes to still take advantage of... What is it? The best flight in the sky? No.
0: The most magical flight on Earth.
1: On Earth. Thank you very much. I knew Corey would know that. And I also think that... You know, let's talk a little bit about just the the timing and using of the skyliner.
0: Because there are times where especially at the hub, it is jammed, jammed. it is packed traffic jam. It's
1: not always perfect.
0: So like if you are a later group to Mm -hmm. go to either Epcot or Hollywood Studios, please prep that you are going to be waiting in long lines when you get to the Caribbean Beach Resort Yes,
1: hub. and the reason why is specifically to bring it back to Pop Century. Pop Century and Art of Animation share the latter half of the, of the Skyliner, right? So basically, Pop Century and Art of Animation are one stop. Then that Skyliner takes you to the centralized hub. The centralized hub is located at... Caribbean Beach Resort. At Caribbean Beach Resort, you can get on the Skyliner. You get off at Pop or get off at Caribbean Beach in their Skyliner hub. And then from there you either go to the left and you go to Hollywood Studios. Or you go to the right. Oh excuse me. You go straight. Yes. You're right. Sorry, I'm I'm like half caught. If you go
0: right, you're going to the Caribbean Beach Resort. But then a lot of people with things that forget Caribbean Beach is massive. The amount of people that are just staying at that resort. It's one
1: of the biggest resorts.
0: It's one of the biggest resorts. So just from a foot traffic standpoint for people to utilize who have to rely on it, because with these resorts that are attached to the Skyliner, you don't get a bus to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. The Skyliner is your transportation. Is your transportation.
1: Yes. So I think one thing to consider and we'll talk about this later too, but in relation to pop century with the Skyliner is because you are, you know, you're the first section of the Skyliner. You still have to go somewhere else to change, right? So if you're feeling like you really don't want to get your kids on and off the Skyliner, you know, more than once, you just want to rot. You just want to get on and get off. Then just keep that in mind. Like, pop century is the first then you get off then you get on again um the other thing is i where i'm not a lover of of facts Corey is but i really like that the skyliner offers just facts and it gives it like over the intercom while you're riding it's very very nice
0: yep It, it literally tells you where you're flying what you're flying over whether it's a resort whether it's that swamp reserve area on your way over, over the, to hollywood oh, studios um, what is it i forget what it's something called. lake it's, an, it's a nature reserve no the lake is the lake is
1: where pop century and art of animation oh, yes. go into but yes. there's like a
0: nature reserve that they have there yep. to preserve like these different birds and whatnot so they truly keep you up. Paid, to date sees how
1: much facts. i'm paying attention on the on the ride And it shows you how much that
0: I really care about listening to the
1: intercom. Yep, absolutely. So one of your transportation options at Pop Century is the Skyliner. Now, you can only take the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios and to Epcot and obviously back. The second transportation offering that you have at Pop Century is bus. So standard bus offerings to Magic Kingdom to Animal Kingdom, and then to Disney Springs. And then from Disney Springs, you transfer to Typhoon Lagoon. You also have transportation with a bus to the ESPN um, Worldwide Sports Center. And then you also have transportation to directly to Blizzard Beach.
0: I was about to say, I was like, even though it's closed, give some Blizzard Beach some love. I no, thought you were about I to am. say that after Typhoon Lagoon. I was Lagoon. saying it
1: because you have to transfer from... You have to transfer from...
0: Uh Disney, Disney Springs, Springs to, to the watermarks.
1: Um and it's also located right outside the main hall. So there is only one, one bus, stop. bus location. Mm-hmm. So consider that when you're thinking about this resort as well, right? So Pop Century only has it has one main hall. It doesn't have little subsidiaries of its hotel where it has the decades, it has one pickup and one drop off for the bus Mm -hmm. so you might be waiting in a longer line because everybody to get the bus to go to magic kingdom is going to the same place they're not picking you up along the way it's one bus in one bus out and and that's really how the buses work but you do have buses and that's the two transportation offered at pop is the skyliner and the bus system
0: Mm -hmm. busing is simple next so just because of our love of the Skyliner, let's talk about what it's close to and how you're able to get close to certain things. And a great thing about being on the Skyliner is you are automatically attached to however many resorts. You have, not even being on the Skyliner, Walking Distance Art of Animation. Via the Skyliner, you have Caribbean Beach Resort, the Riviera. And then also what people forget is like when you go to the end of where Epcot is, just a short walk across the way there, you're at Yacht and Beach Club and also Boardwalk as well. So you have access to all of these resorts. Then on a free day, if you want to do a resort hop, maybe you want to try different reservations at different restaurants. This is a great way to be able to accomplish those things and have an easy way to and from.
1: Right. So Pop Century is technically close to all of these things. It's in proximity to obviously Caribbean Beach and the Riviera because that's physically on the Skyliner along with Hollywood Studios and Epcot. You're walking distance from Art of Animation. And to Corey's point, the good thing about Pop Century is because it's a value resort, you actually have a lot of access and proximity to these, this chunk and like this little, I want to almost call it like this neighborhood of Disney. So this neighborhood of Disney, which has... Caribbean Beach and the Riviera and kind of the boardwalk in the Yacht and Beach Club because you do you can walk over there but we're still going to consider it along with Hollywood Studios and Epcot and Art of Animation is its own neighborhood now if you're going to Disney Springs if you're going to Magic Kingdom if you're going to Animal Kingdom and if you're going to the water parks they're not extremely far but but they are a 15 to sometimes 20 ish depending on traffic minute bus ride so your proximity when you're staying at pop is this little disney neighborhood whereas when you're using the bus your your proximity is going to be a little bit farther because your neighborhood is with the skyliner not necessarily the bus so that's what i would say about the proximity
0: i like that you use the neighborhood term i like that a lot
1: oh little disney neighborhood yeah yeah. Community. Love so it. now let's talk about what pop offers for dining options, because there there really is only one and their food hall. It's called Everything Pop. And it is truly your kind of standard food that you're getting. It is not fancy. It is not a plated service. It is truly chicken tenders, French fries, cheeseburgers, Mickey waffles. We've tried the tie-dye cheesecake before as well, but I've had the chicken tenders and Corey's had the bacon burger and where they're good, it's not bad. It is just your true standard fried food. There's nothing else to it other than fried food in and out fast, quick and go.
0: Knowing that we have taken advantage of the neighborhood that we're a part of via the Skyliner, how you like to say it, I would prefer jumping around on the Skyliner to Caribbean Beach, the Riviera, the Boardwalk, and eat over there before I ate at Everything Pop.
1: Yes. So we, our last I don't want to say it like this because it's going to make the dining option sound bad. But to be honest, truly, our last resort would be eating at everything pop if we needed to. We'd prefer to get on the Skyliner and go somewhere else. But when we when we've gotten there before later in the afternoon or we really just want to get to the pool and we're just enjoying pop in and of its entirety, then we stay. If we feel like we have our resort mugs and we feel like we want to go for a little bit of a Skyliner ride or a walk or in some extent, you know, explore around then we will get on the Skylar and we will go but nine out of ten times we're we're not eating at everything pop yeah
0: I do want to preface I'm not saying that the food is bad no it's just super standard it's just standard yeah and the offerings that I can get elsewhere that are easily accessible to me I find to be more unique and better and get more excited about so that's just personally my preference on it granted like you just said if we want to stay and chill I'll go get the burger that's no problem to right me. but knowing on if we have like a free day and we want to like bounce around and do things I'm not making it a point to eat at everything pop I'm gonna go elsewhere to eat
1: absolutely and I think you know if you're a family, or if you have pickier eaters, then it's the perfect place for you because they have the Mickey waffles, they have the chicken tenders, and they have the burgers.
0: Every picky eater loves French fries.
1: Yeah, every picky eater loves French fries. So I feel like that's just, you know, it's it's just perfect that they have that. And the other thing that they have also is, we talked about already, but the other drink option, the only place that you can really get an alcoholic beverage is the Hippie Dippy Pool Bar. So you're not getting a an alcoholic beverage at Everything Pop, but you can get a drink at the pool bar outside, but those are pop's only dining options is everything pop and the hippy dippy pool bar.
0: Mm -hmm. Now let's get into the overall feel in the theming behind this, which
1: I just, I really love the theming of pop century. I I love the theming.
0: It's funny. I love all the sixties and seventies sayings. I call my mom and I just be like, did you say this? Did you say this? Did you say this? See if it was an accurate reporting. My mom probably wasn't what Disney thinks is cool (laughs) in in this theming. Because my mom was like, I've never said that once in my life. And I'm like, okay. But I love the actual theming. I love the colors, the vibrantness. I love the, at least like the stereotypicalness between each theme and how they theme it. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah. And I think it is the... The thing that's nice about Pop Century and its theming is to me at least, it sometimes feels like you are you're Disney, but you're not overly Disney, right? Like, for example, I'm just going to compare Pop Century to art of animation, right? Art of animation is a deep dive of finding Nemo, of Cars, of the Little Mermaid, of The Lion King, right? It is full Disney it head to toe. There's Disney, yes. there is Disney movie full-on room themes, right? When you're at Pop Century, you're at Disney because in your room they have a little photo of Mickey like above the headboard and Donald and the three boys like sleeping on the bed with Pluto. And, you know, you have those Disney touches. You have the H2O products. But when you walk into your room, you're not, you don't feel overly Disney.
0: And the one thing that I do want to point out is that The first time you get a sense of Disney is in the room. When you walk into where you check in, it's all the decades theming. When you listen to the music, it's all the decade music. It's not Disney music. So you're not like overly stimulated in Disney, which I find actually to be nice, especially on Disney property, getting that disconnect. Granted, love me my resort TV and I love me my Disney music, but it is nice that it's not overtaking you 24 seven because you get that in the parks. And I think that's great. That's where it should be.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, for us, I'm currently at the stage of my life, 25 and Corey's currently 27. It is nice to kind of feel not as engulfed, right? We become engulfed in the parks, but I don't necessarily need to stay in a room like of the little mermaid, right? I don't think I need that, but for a family, you don't want to four, be part of that world. Not not <laughs> every day for 11 days, right? Like, that's not something that I want for 11 days. In 10 or 15 years when we have kids, that's probably exactly where we're going to be staying because the theming is great. But for us, the overall feel of Pop Century is incredible. The other thing I would love to share for any of those viewers listening to talk about the overall feel of Pop Century is when Corey and I went on our trip in... December we met this absolutely incredible older couple. They must have been I think they were in their late sixties. Early seventies? Definitely
0: 70s. In, defi- no, definitely. No, that was yeah.
1: So definitely in their sixties. And they said that their favorite they were originally from California and they still live in California. They have annual passes for Disneyland and Disney World. That's their vacation. They don't do Disney Vacation Club because they said they like to try out kind of different resorts. And they said, we love Pop Century because the room is just enough. We have proximity to all of those things we mentioned before. She said, and for people our age, we feel like the resort feels like it is it is upgrade at the bare minimum. She goes, but it's just what we need. She was like, this is kind of just what we need when we're traveling. You know, we're just in the room to sleep and we enjoy just being in Disney World in the parks. And they said that they absolutely loved staying at Pop Century.
0: And like that's the thing. And they truly solidified our thought process when it comes to that. I mean, granted, I know you and I are going to want to try all of the resorts just to try them. But truly, it is exactly what you need. It's your place to sleep unless you plan on having like four rest days and you're there for 15 days and you truly want to enjoy the resort then I can understand having a resort that offers more to you but this resort you don't need that you're there literally like for the perfect week you go to all the parks maybe you have a rest day just to have a pool day but like you're not there to enjoy the resort you're there to enjoy Disney and this is a great stop for it
1: absolutely and I think that's a perfect segue into what you should think about when you're considering a stay and I want to jump right back into what you said of if you're going to enjoy a resort, if you're looking for multiple rest days, if you want to enjoy the pool, if you want to try a ton of restaurants at your resort, if you want to be having an upgraded experience and your guess you're going to Disney for Disney, but you are going with a little bit more of a rest day, right? Maybe that's just your kind of vacation that you're looking for. Then, that's not what pop's going to be, right? That is when you're staying at the Polynesian, Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Riviera, you're looking for an upgraded pool, upgraded dining experiences, you're you're going to have four or five rest days and you're actually going to be enjoying your resort for its entirety, for the little, you know, for the gym, for the sitting area with the books where you can work for a few days. So I think that is something to consider, you know, when you're booking, what kind of a trip are you looking for? For us, I think that Pop Century is great for a weekend jaunt or even a long haul trip. I think Pop Century, there is no short amount of time, medium, long. I think Pop Century is the perfect resort for any length of time, whether that's two nights to 10 nights to 15 nights. I think that Pop Century has got, got that down pat for for what you're getting for sure Mm
0: -hmm. and also with that it's perfect for also couples i.e us yeah and i think it's an absolutely fabulous family resort i mean you get like the great theme i feel as though that since it's attached to the skyliner one thing that we suggest doing and that we do actually is that on those hot days when you're at hollywood studios or epcot take the time to come back to the resort freshen up maybe take a dip in the pool Your children needs to take a nap in some capacity. You have the capability and the access to do it, so don't be afraid of doing it. And knowing the easy access with the Skyliner, please take advantage of it. And don't think that it's not a family resort. Don't try to get like a suite with a separate room or anything. Or it's an easy way to do it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, and the thing is, for Pop, right? If you're a family of five, Pop doesn't have something for you. If you're a family of five and one of your children is in a pack and play, then I think that that's okay. But if you're a family of five, pop is not free. It just, it physically can't fit you. It sleeps for max.
0: You would have to get two rooms at that
1: point. Right. Which is just you at that point, you might as well just spend a little bit more, if not the exact same or less to stay at a different resort. Mm. And I also think when you're considering a stay here, consider the proximity of like what you want to be close to. And, what you're looking for the reason why we have stayed at pop century twice and are now going back for a third time is we love the convenience of the skyliner of course we love the skyliner it's an absolutely incredible piece of transportation that disney offers but in particular The Skyliner makes it convenient for Corey and I to go to two parks, Hollywood Studios and Epcot, and it also makes it really convenient for us to explore two, if not four new resorts that we don't have to stay at, but we can walk around at Caribbean Beach, the Riviera, Yacht and Beach, and the Boardwalk, along with we are walking distance, which I think this is just a proximity thing you are walking distance to art of animation. So say you are a family of three or four and art of animation is a little bit expensive or you don't want to be as immersed in that theming, you can walk right across the connected cement. That's where the Skyliner meets. And you can walk right over and look at that pool or play on those playscapes or use that resort to its fullest advantage because it is so conveniently placed.
0: All in all, what we're saying is that if you want a great resort that is easily accessible, you can easily plan a trip that also doesn't break the bank, this is a phenomenal option for
1: you. Absolutely. And I think too, one thing that's so, so great about Pop Century is, I mean, it is really affordable. I mean, we've never went where it's felt so astronomically priced. And if you're a family, if you're trying to go to Disney a little bit more on the cost-effective side, but you want to have those amenities or you want to have the Skyliner or you want to have more autonomy and being able to do what you want to do, then this was, I mean, truly a perfect, perfect place to be able to stay. So with that being said, I am Corey and I'm Brianna.
0: Thank you for listening to the Magic at Home podcast, episode three, reviewing Disney's Pop Century Resort. Toodles.
1: Bye.